are now in the car. Good morning, good morning. It is Friday morning, and I know I sound like a really, really old radio host, but uh, the NFL is starting to regulate, y'all. The best of the best is rising to the top, and the worst of the worst is sinking into that cream can corn in the bottom. You know the part of the cream can corn where it's really, really old and all of a sudden it feels really yucky and it's like it's stickier than the cream corn and it's in the cream and the corn. Ew! Anyway, we do have something like that brewing this week. Who boy. Can't wait to get started. Be right back. Bruh. All right, so we start off with number 32. Nothing really hot to begin with. All I can say is is... The Texans were not good going into the bye week. I mean, right now they're number two in the draft. So, I mean, that's really all you can really say about them at this point. Um, let's hope that they have a better showing this week. Tyrod Taylor, still a fan, you know. I'll never forget what you did, did at Texas Tech. But uh, let's just go ahead and move on to number 31. And coming in at number 31, the horror team of the week. Playing all bad in three phases, even though they've played better in the past. The New York Jets, of course, right? Unfortunate's favorite darling, I guess you could say. Woo, okay. The Jets have now sunk to 31st. I'm sorry. Look, I believe in White Lightning, Mike White, but he threw four picks on the day. Joe Flacco had to come in. But I'm thinking Joe Flacco was a bet. I mean, I know some of these kids are good, but sometimes a veteran can regulate a roster. Now, we've seen Joe Flacco play with less than stellar offensive teams before. I actually believe that the Jets have a decent running back, a very okay offensive line. I say give the keys to Joe Flacco and see what happens. Because, look, as much as I like Mike White, Joe Flacco is still always going to be in my heart. Always. Um, Joe Flacco has played one of the greatest playoff games I have ever seen in my life. I will never forget that pass in the fourth quarter. He dropped it to Jacoby Jones, and Jacoby Jones took it up the right side. I will never forget that game as long as I live. And let's not to mention that I won 50 bucks on that game because I picked the Ravens to beat the Broncos and nobody else thought that the Ravens would beat the Broncos. Just saying. So, thank you, Joe Flacco, for the memories. Uh. <laughs> Next team. All right, we talked about the team who had the worst week 
We've talked about the team, the Jets. We've talked about the team who's had, who has the overall worst talent on a team, the Houston Texans. And now we're going to go with the team with the worst starting quarterback in the NFL. And everybody says that Jared Goff is almost as good as Matt Ryan. I'm almost offended at the comment at this point. I think I brought this up on the last show. Colin Cowherd said that there's not that much difference between Matt Ryan and Jared Goff. By watching this football game and not understanding how great of a coach Sean McVay is for having that guy as your quarterback and going to a Super Bowl, he should get a raise. Yes, this is about the Detroit Lions and Sean McVay getting a raise. If Jared Goff is on any other team, he looks like this? There's not many coaches who can take that guy and look good. Unfortunately, all that says is that this coach I'm sorry. He's a motivator. He's not a teacher. Sean McVay is a motivator. He's a teacher. He's overall one of the best coaches in the NFL. And I will say this. I'm going to be picking against Detroit for the rest of the season until Jared Goff is benched or cut. I'm sorry. I like I, I don't I don't You know, isn't it too bad that Cam went to Carolina? The Detroit Lions could have done wonders with Cam's leadership and talent, not as a quarterback, but as a football player. Dan Campbell called out his quarterback weeks ago. He's got to be better. He's been worse ever since. Like, can can like can Detroit get Joe Flacco? Like, can Joe Flacco ask to be released from New York and go to Detroit? Like, something. Somebody. Please. This is now unfair. This is now wrong. Jared Goff, regardless of whatever happens after this weekend, they he should no longer be the starting quarterback to Detroit after what happened in Pittsburgh. I know everybody's like, oh, it was a wet ball. Like, I, I don't care. He got outplayed by Rudolph. How do you get outplayed by a guy who will never be nothing more than a backup quarterback? How does that happen? He played in the same elements you did. 
Jared Goff. My favorite quote about you is, I play golf, I'm not with golf. Golf, you're fired. And coming in at number 29, Jacksonville Jaguars. Even though the Jacksonville Jaguars are the second least talented team in the NFL, to me, that dude, Trevor Lawrence, he got it. I just feel like if you give him a right guard, a left tackle, a tight end, and one more wide receiver, which can be solved in a draft over two years, because you're not gonna you're not gonna hit on all three. You're not gonna get a receiving and blocking tight end. You're not gonna get a great right guard and left tackle in one draft. Like I, that. And a, you, your running backs, you may be set. Robinson and Hyde together, to me, that 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 fits. Like, that works to me. And then if you get another receiver, make Jones a two instead of a one in this offense. And I will be speaking about it next week. Receivers are going to want to go to Jacksonville next season. I think teams are starting to, I think teams are starting to see that Trevor Lawrence is a little bit better. But last week, he's just got to be a little bit better. 16 of 35 for 162, but no interceptions. That's key. And then after looking over this game over and over at each throw, he didn't have that many bad throws. I think he only had like two or three. And four were on purpose. Okay, pressure. Let me get out of the way and then throw the ball short or dump it out. That's normal. We see Aaron Rodgers do that every day. So he's already learned, which it takes some receivers weeks. I'm sorry, years to learn. Sometimes you just got to take what the defense gives you. He's already learned that. Now, if you add talent to what he's already learned, this kid is going to be dangerous. Dangerous. And I said it. Look, and I'm a guy. I'm gonna say it right, I'm gonna say this right now. Carson Wentz is not gonna last in Indianapolis. That's gonna last a year, maybe two, longer. Okay. Carson Wentz is bound to get hurt. Or he's bound to mess it up. One of the two. Sorry. Can't help it. Can't avoid it. The Houston Texans are going to go after a rookie quarterback again. That's going to be a mistake. They're going to be the Houston Texans of old. They're going to draft a Derek Carr, ruin his career, lose another four or five years. Then they're going to go draft an offensive lineman again, make another wrong mistake. And then they're going to do it all over again. And then with the rumors surrounding the front office of the Houston Texans, I don't see this franchise rebounding in the next decade. We are now seeing a team. We might as well call them Houston Cash My Check because that's where teams are going to go just to get a check. For an example, Ingram, 
He signed there just to get a check and they got traded to New Orleans back home where he wanted to be anyway. Your all-time greatest player in franchise history asked to be released. Your all-time greatest wide receiver had problems with the front office and got traded. The best quarter, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL who you guys wanted to keep no longer wants to play for you. And you know what? I'm tired of this being about the Texans. It's not about the Texans. It's about the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Tennessee Titans. As long as Ryan Tannehill plays like this, I think the Titans are going to be good. But if we're talking about five years, the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to have the best quarterback in this division within three to five years. And management has come out for Jacksonville saying that they're going to give Urban Meyer time to work this out. Are the Jacksonville Jaguars of Alabama of the NFL? We're going to see if he can nick save in this. Can Urban Meyer be the next Bill Belichick? We all saw Bill Belichick have a shaky opening. And it took him time, but he ended up getting everything he wanted, plus some. There's more interesting questions about Jacksonville than there is saying, out of all the bad teams, this one gets better playing football every week. They have all-stars on defense. They have two all-star linebackers. They have two really good DNs. The secondary is not that great, but hey, work with them a little bit. All right, I've spent too much time on the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm a fan of Trevor Lawrence. I'd like to say that I believe in Urban Meyer. I still don't, but the Jacksonville Jaguars do, and that's all that matters. All right. I know I got a little bit emotional about Detroit and Jacksonville, but let's come back down for a little bit. And speaking of coming down, (laughs) the Chicago Bears. I know people are shocked that I have them ranked at number 28th on this list, but I really do. There's another quarterback I believe in who seems to get better week by week. But this time it's kind of opposite than Jacksonville. They don't have a consistent run game to help him. He is their run game. Their offensive line is shaky. We've seen him throw a block or two. He's got heart, and he's he's bigger than he looks. So, now here's my thing about the Bears. Why do you guys have Khalil Mack? I like I, I like I, I don't see the point. Let's, let me just look over this. So, he went from getting there, getting 12 and a half, to eight and a half, to nine, to six X. I know you guys think, well, oh, that's, that's pretty good. Well, he's supposed to be the best pass rusher in all of football. 
That's what he's supposed to be. He is supposed to be the best pass rusher in all of football. And you're telling me the best pass rusher in all of football does not make a difference for the Chicago Bears. I'm sorry to say, you guys need to do a Las Vegas Raiders, trade Khalil Mack, get whatever you can, and like, like let, let's let's start this over, let's reboot this, let, let's go, let's go, like, come on, guys. Like, you guys need so much more talent across the board. You guys have a good defense, but it's not because of Khalil Mack. Let's just be honest. And that's all I got to say about Khalil Mack. The Chicago Bears are at number 28. They've got to find ways to improve around that quarterback. Like, we, we come on, man. Help Lance out. Help him out. my goodness did you guys hear that really annoying sound you know what else was annoying the Atlanta Falcons you guys came off a bye week you guys were doing pretty good against really bad teams you can't show up like that Okay, um, I, I, I left one note here. I said, wow, how embarrassing. But let me further define what the Atlanta Falcons are right now. And this is going to lead into their new nickname change. Because ever since they lost that Super Bowl to the New England Patriots... They're no longer known as the Atlanta Shame. I mean, the Atlanta Falcons. They're now going to be called the Atlanta Shame. I want to define shame and from the dictionary. A painful feeling of humiliation or distress caused by the consciousness of wrong or foolish behavior. Does that not define the Atlanta, Fal- the Atlanta Shame? I mean, come on, you can use that red and black theme. Imagine a big old S on the helmet instead of the Falcon. The Atlanta Shame. Coming in at number 27. Oh, and this has no bearing to what we just watched on Thursday night. The Patriots beat the Atlanta Shame. Come on, the name works. It's just like the the, uh, the thunder. You got the lightning in hockey, and you got the shame in football. And you don't want to be shamed. I mean, come on, somebody, please. Call the Atlanta Falcons. They need to change the name after what happened to them, 28 to 3. Your new name needs to come. Your, your new name needs to be positive of something negative that you have done. The Atlanta shame. And, and, y- and y'all can drip that out. Y- y'all can, man, turn, spin that to a positive. Because right now, the way y'all playing football is a shame.
Yay! And I'm going to echo exactly what my phone said. Yay! After speaking about the Atlanta shame, let's do talk about something positive. The Giants had a bye week. I just want to see this team be healthy for one time in Joe Judge's career. Can we see the Giants be healthy? I want to see a full running back crew healthy, which they don't have. I want to see a full wide receiver crew, which they don't have. Their offensive line, not healthy. Their defensive line, not healthy. A couple of starting linebackers, not healthy. Can we just get the Giants healthy? Their quarterback's dinged up. Not healthy. I, I just I just want to see the Giants healthy. I do not want to see Joe Judge fired, but I do want to see the general manager fired. And we move on to number 25 after that, because that's all I got to say about the Giants. I would love for you guys to get healthy. You guys just had a bye week. I hope you guys come out and do Joe Judge things. I want to see hustle. I want to see grit. I want to see fight. Not like the Atlanta shame. Six of 32 for 256, one touchdown, and a win against your Super Bowl chumps. Oh, I'm sorry, Super Bowl champs. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And he had 15 yards rushing. All I got to say is 95 yards, 10 plus minutes. That's all I got to say. In the fourth quarter, if I'm not mistaken, they converted on two fourth downs. Heineke beat Tampa Bay. That offensive line handled a old-looking Tampa Bay Bucks, And the Washington football team jumped all the way up to number 25. You're daggone right they need to be celebrated. And to add further, just they're in a division that everybody said was the worst. Everybody said that Dallas would be an 8-9 and nine team and would win the division at 8-9. and nine. Nobody believed in the Giants. Nobody believed in Philly. And nobody believed in Washington. I honestly thought Washington would win the division. I was obviously wrong. Why? Because I believe in the coach. I know my partner, uh, Big Chief, and I disagree on this. And obviously, so does Big Boy, because Big Boy is a big blue fan. So, dude, I love Ron Rivera. 
there's just something about him. He's a leader of men, but you'd never see it. You'd never see it just by watching him on TV. I feel like he's a good teacher when it comes to defense. I feel like he needs he needs a Norv Turner. He needs a he needs a Schottenheimer. He needs somebody like that to run his offense. Can you imagine Marty Ball and Ron Rivera together? physical running, pounding, and then Ron Rivera run his defense the way he runs his defense. There's only one other coach in the NFL who's as good with their defense as Ron Rivera is, and that's Bill Belichick. I've been saying it for years. I never, I always, I didn't hate New England. See, my heart hating New England attached to Tom Brady. I don't hate New England and Bill Belichick. I hate Tom Brady. And when I say hate, I don't mean like vengeful hate. I mean like as a fan of football, I really hate that guy in the NFL. I don't like him. I believe he's overrated. But Ron Rivera is not overrated. He changes programs wherever that dude lands. And I know it doesn't look at it based on the record, but look at the way they play football. He doesn't need the greatest star. He just needs dudes to fight. Chase Young got called out. Oh, well, you're not this. You're not doing that. He said, you know what? Just watch me play. And when that dude comes back next year from that torn ACL, I'm fearing every single quarterback he goes up against. The only reason why I'm calling it a season for them is because they just lost their best defensive player. And you got a fighting chance because you have Taylor. Like, it it doesn't matter what that dude goes through. He's going to give you a fighting chance. I know this is one of those really, really long episodes. And that's unusual for me for the unfortunates because I don't have that many passionate topics. But this time I do. All right, and you heard those horns, so it's time to wrap it up. So here's my recap. Number 32 the overall worst talented team in the NFL, the Texans. Number 31, the scary award winner, that really horrid, that just, that horror that you guys saw last week. Number 31, Jets. Jared Goff and the Detroit Lions. Number 30. Jacksonville Jaguars on the rise with a bullet. The Cleveland Bears need to make a trade. Wow, I said Cleveland Bears. (laughs) The Chicago Bears need to make a trade. The Atlanta Shame needs to change their name 
the New York football giants at number 26. And at number 25, everybody's favorite hustle and guts team right now is the Washington football team. And my late great uncle Jay was a huge, huge Washington football team fan. That being said, that's the end of this week's unfortunates. Isn't it unfortunate that this is the end? You guys have a great, beautiful, and wonderful Friday. Stay blessed, be safe, and if you're not vaccinated, please don't be immunized like Rogers. Get vaccinated. Have a good day.